The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. I'm also the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com, and uh, glad that you guys have joined us, you guys in the chat room. Oh, you know what? New equipment, so I can actually see across everything now and answering things. And so I want to say good morning, Norman, Kathy, Sean, Joni, Natalie, um, Wes, and Eric, and Brian, and anybody else that I'm seeing down there, Joy and Jennifer, and Don, and Ellen, that I see in the <clears throat> in the main chat room. And then over on my page, uh, Alistair and Kirk and Tom, thank you for joining us, guys. Appreciate you. Good morning to you. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsLibertyRadio.com, SonsLibertyMedia.com. If you want to watch the video portion of the show, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio, you'd like to watch the video portion of the show. We're going to be showing you some documents this morning. You can go to SonsLibertyMedia.com, scroll down right on the right, and you'll be able to see the video going. Uh, hope <laughs> we're not going to access that today like we did yesterday, where every time I accessed a page, I was responding to myself with what I just said. Uh, but we're not going to be doing that, I hope, today, because we're going to be dealing with our Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. We're going to bring her up in just a moment. You can also catch that live video feed at my Twitter account at FPPTM, FPPTM on uh, Twitter. Facebook, which is Bradley Dean, SOL. YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com, we're also up there every morning at 6 a.m. and also 3 p.m. in the afternoons, Monday through Saturday, and then we're on 8 a.m. on Saturdays with our health and wellness show here at Sons of Liberty Radio. And then finally, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, the Sons of Liberty on DLive.tv. You can also check us out on Spreely Gab, Me, We Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. And finally, one more thing. If, uh, <clears throat> you know, if you want to support the Sons of Liberty, you can do so. We don't beg for money. We do have needs, so we let you know that. And we know things are tough for you guys, too, so we're not asking you to put yourself out. But if you have the means and you want to continue uh, what goes on here at the Sons of Liberty, we're going we're gonna to do it one way or the other. The Lord's going to provide one way or the other. But if you want to do that, if you look in the description below this, you can find out how you can make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us and be a son's, son or daughter of liberty. Get some free product. <coughs> Excuse me. You get some free product with that. And you also get discounts at our store and other things as well. And so we really appreciate your support in all your ways by being here, uh, your prayers and 
financially as well. And so we really appreciate that very much. All right. Today is Rotten to the Core Wednesday on Thursday. <laughs> My kids reminded me it sounded like something that came out of the Lego movie. Uh, Taco Tuesday, but it's on a Thursday. Uh, but today we're doing Rotten to the Core Wednesday on Thursday because I've had such a problem over the past week. Got the new equipment in yesterday. Got it set up. I think for the most part, it's good to go. Um, at least it seems to be. Everything's connecting. Um, I hope you guys can hear okay, and uh, and the video's good. If that's the case, then we're going to forge ahead, and I'm going to say good morning to my co-host on usually Wednesdays, but it's Thursday, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, happy Thursday. <laughs> yeah, happy Thursday to you. And uh, we've got a lot to be thankful for. We're, I'm thankful to God First of all, that we were able to do this, I mean, that we're able to bring it together. And this is why we postponed, because I wasn't sure if I brought Lynn on, if I had something else, if we wouldn't just tank. So we wanted to push it to today. But Lynn, you've got a lot of stuff going on here. And um, mm -hmm. today's episode I titled, Congress's Continued Hijacking of the Constitution to Target America's Children. But it's I, there's only so many spaces you can use in that. I really meant to say to target Americans and America's children. And um, so tell us okay. what you've got on for today uh, with what's going on with that. Sure. Well, uh, the House has recently passed what they have called the HEROES Act. And it is over 1,800 pages. So it's another one of those really big bills that really nobody knows what the heck is in it until you actually read it. Okay. And the House has passed that, so it's on its way to the Senate. But here is one thing that I found a little suspect, and that is it amends the CARES Act. Well, the CARES Act is not that tremendously old. So it's almost like, hey, wait a minute, we made mistakes in CARES, so we're going to use the HEROES Act to fix what we missed in the CARES Act. So it's just another shucking job. It's another way to hijack our taxpayer money. And it's going to use, believe it or not, it's got education woven into it about 380 different times. Wow. I, and I apologize, too, folks. Um, again, these are some of the tweaks. I apologize for the coughing. This coming through. I was just cutting that off the other mic. Okay, so in one way or another, they continued their usurpation in the area of education. Now, we've talked about uh, Marbury versus right. Madison. I think I mentioned this yesterday as well, uh, that these things are mm – -hmm. A repugnant to the Constitution, and uh, so what? Right. What all? The, what are the? What all do they have in this? Uh, that's. I mean, well, that's the problem I didn't now. look at all three hundred. Yeah, I didn't look at all three hundred and eighty references. I'd probably still be on the computer if I did that. But what I did do was I found a summation of it from one of the uh, co-sponsors or the sponsor, and it's going to use a hundred and seventy-five billion with a B dollars for education. Fifty-eight billion of that is for K through 12. It is going to update infrastructure and the online learning that supposedly is going on, which also ushers in the data mining. So it's going to just be more of what the kids are doing now stuck on the computers. Twenty-seven billion is going to higher education to do the same thing. And then $90 billion is going to every single state, Tim, for fiscal stability, so to speak, which will also include not only education, but the workforce-based training. Now, that doesn't even cover the workforce-based uh, training that is in uh, the HEROES Act. It amends the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, which we know that the Every Student Succeeds Act 
uh, wove into it for streamlined post-secondary readiness from every type of school choice. Okay. And just so people who might be new to us understand, Mm -hmm. uh, we believe in this this idea that uh, the Constitution is supposed to limit government. And by doing that, right. we recognize certain jurisdictions. So let me let me spell that out for people who are coming in and going, okay, this sounds like a bunch of stuff. I'm for education. I'm for you know children being educated and stuff like that. Well, we are too. But you've got to understand the difference between whose jurisdiction that is to deal with it and is the jurisdiction of the home, is jurisdiction of the family to deal with education, not the state, not the federal government. It's not their job. I know they've usurped that job. It's because the church and, the, and the, the people who make it up have not taken and done what they're supposed to in the same way that they do welfare and things like this. That's the job of the church. We're to take care of the poor. We're to take care of the needy. We're to, we're to be the ones who are ministering, not the state. We're to show love and charity. The state doesn't do that. It can't do that. Um, in fact, when it tries to do that, it engages in criminal activity because it steals from somebody and it gives to somebody else. So we believe in Deuteronomy 6 right. where and- the parents teach. And so... And we also believe in the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, which talk about these things aren't given to the federal government. And so, therefore, they have, they should be writing no law at all. They shouldn't even be discussing education because it's none of their business. So when Lynn speaks about these things, this is why we do it, because we're calling out the crimes of those who are engaging in them. Go ahead, Lynn. I just was going to say, if you have that tyranny um, image, if you'd put that up, and we're going to uh, look at the which, one about you know, Which one is that? It's the very. Fir- it was the very first image I sent. It says tyranny is defined as that which is legal for the government but illegal uh-huh. for the citizens. Yes, I got it. Okay, that particular uh, quote was by Mercy Otis Warren. You need to go look her up if you don't know who she is. But I have education highlighted, and it says when the government does it, it's called education. But when anybody else does it, it's called indoctrination. And we know that we're not seeing a free and happy citizenry in America right now. We are seeing controlling and manipulation, and education is being used as that change agent. Well, yeah, and what we do is we call it for what it is, don't we? we I call them public indoctrination centers. They look like little prisons. In some of the major mm-hmm. school, uh, major areas, the, they actually look like they are going into a prison. They've got metal detectors and all this other stuff. Your kids are being indoctrinated with all kinds of things that leave God out if you're if you're sending your kids to this. And um, mm-hmm. so we encourage parents to do what they can to home educate. Now's a great time because they're being sent home. Um, many of them are, you were pointing out before, this was several weeks ago, they're, the schools are saying, oh, well, we can attach them to the computer <clears throat> and we can have them... Mm-hmm. We can we can teach them that way, or we can indoctrinate them that way. Whereas parents, look, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity. Many of you are home; they're home. Why not do some of these things? If you if you need some tips on how to even get started with that, and maybe you'll find out that you actually like it. Uh, Lynn and I did a show. What was it? Uh, maybe a month or so ago, and Lynn gave some tips on yeah. how you can get started with that, and it's simple things because people don't believe they can they can actually do it until they start doing it. Right. Well, so folks get an idea of the, the billions. If you would pull up that second one uh, where Secretary DeVos gives $6 billion through the CARES Act. Yep, got it. Okay, $6 billion. That was with the CARES Act. That was just part of the mega money that was in the CARES Act, okay? 
You have, on top of that, $14 billion for post-secondary education. You have $6 billion for uh, supposed direct uh, emergency relief. Uh, you have billions and billions. And where is this money coming from? The $175 billion that's in the HEROES Act is astronomical. The government is not being fiscally responsible. It is printing money faster than it knows what to do with or that's even worth anything to try and, you know, throw money at a problem that, that is never going to be fixed. Well, of course it's not because, well, how do I, how do I end up saying all of this? I mean, again, I go back, I sound like a broken record. We've left off our responsibility because we've done that. That vacuum is going to be filled with government. I mean, this is the this is the whole thing. When I talk with people about Mark of the Beast, this is it. If we're not following God's commands and what we're doing, what we're to do, that vacuum gets filled, and it gets filled nine out of ten times, if not ten out of ten times, with a beast system. It it, it continues to usurp its authority and do those things. Let me make mention real quick. Because this is one of the things that Lynn and I talked about when we were first doing the show together uh, on Wednesdays. If you want to call in and you have a question about something that she's bringing up or a comment about it, please call 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. We'd love to have your interaction um, on the show as well. Um, Okay, so I said Congress, and a lot of people get on me. This is not an issue. I don't know what's going on in my throat this morning. This is not an issue of hating on Donald Trump, but this is DeVos. This is the lady he put in place. This is, you know, he says, I'm going to drain the swamp. They continue to push a globalist agenda um, <clears throat> because nowhere in the Constitution did we authorize any federal government agency or president or Congress to give money to any of this stuff. Emergency cash grants for college students. Now, can you explain the difference between or between a grant and a loan for people so they understand the difference? Okay, a grant is something that the government gives you or another entity gives you, and it actually puts them more in charge of what you're doing than you are in charge of what you're doing, if that makes any sense. A loan, again, is, you know, you're getting money from someone else, but you're actively paying it. You're actively paying it back, and what we've seen with the government in education is if they don't get it back in money form, they're going to get their pound of flesh through servitude. Right. Well, I think that the main issue is the grant is something you don't have to pay back. The loan is something you have to pay back. And either case, right. they're they're pulling your strings on that, um, and they're doing mm-hmm. it with other people's money unconstitutionally. In other words, they're thieves, and they're paying somebody um, to like them as thieves. That's really what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> it is. It absolutely is. All right. Well, now we've got another bill yep. that is in Congress right now. It's okay. Senate Bill 1425. And uh, oddly enough, Senator Rand Paul is the one who has dreamed this bill up. And what it would do is amend our uh, tax code from the IRS where the education savings accounts are concerned. So it's going to open the door to make it easier for you to get deductions if you use an education savings account, otherwise known as a Coverdale account. Well, we know Ted Cruz and Betsy DeVos are working hand over fist to try to bring that 
to light under so-called freedom scholarships, and it's all a bunch of BS because what it's doing is it is baiting parents to take this money that's from the government and it's going to give them more strings that they have to dance to. Now, we've brought this up before over several shows, and that is, yeah, homeschool. But when you homeschool, you're not using government funding, you're not using government resources. And this is the mistake so many people are making when they just do the knee-jerk reaction, oh, I'm going to homeschool. No, you really need to look at what homeschooling is and what it isn't. And what we're seeing happen now especially in the name of COVID, is anything but homeschooling. And with the new guidelines by the CDC, and they are guidelines, they are not mandates for what is supposed to be coming down the pike for the school students, all I'm seeing when it circulates on social media is just everybody homeschool, everybody homeschool. Well, Tim, look at what the government's doing through every student that sees that and through all these emergency uh, features. They're not encouraging parents to be parents and families to be families. They're creating more ways for the government to come in and micromanage what you do as a family. Otherwise, we would not have over half of the United States with laws on their books that give the government credence to come into your home and find out, are you educating in the way that we think you are? And If so, great. If not, we're going to make you do it through either fines, punishment, or removal of your children. Yeah, that that sounds like uh, making America great. That sounds like freedom and liberty and all of these kinds of things that we are supposed to cherish. But we we are willingly submitting to that. This is the thing that just continues to boggle my mind. It's like nobody thinks about the most. To me, uh, Lynn, the things that you do, the things that you uncover are probably the most important thing in the political arena that could come out. And the reason is... If the state indoctrinates children and if they control children at an early age, I forget who it was that said, you know, give us your children for so many years and we'll have them for the rest of their life. And that is the truth. This is the truth, folks. This is not a, a yawning issue. It is for some people because they don't understand the implications of it. And even Saul Alinsky radicals have figured this out. People like Bill Ayers. I mentioned this the other day and I forgot his name. Uh, who was basically he was a he was a domestic terrorist. There's no doubt they were making bombs. They were trying to kill people, weather underground and all of that. And he, what he figured out was what Alinsky said: cut your hair. Sorry, I'm not cutting my hair. <laughs> cut your hair, put on a suit, and then go that route. And that's what he did. And he went right into the school systems and he teaches America's young people and children. And when they do that, they have their minds. And if people are wondering, how does a, how does an Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, how does a woman like that, a young woman like that, who has a degree in economics, which they probably didn't teach her economics, I'm pretty sure of that. How does a person like that get through the school? And then how do they get a place in Congress? How are they given such prominence, even though it's the term we used to use in high school was airhead. I'm not saying that to demean her as a person. She's made in the image of God. But how how do you not connect the dots that you say such stupid things? And I, I think the reason is, is because of the indoctrination. We have allowed the the government to indoctrinate our kids. And here they are doing it again. They're, they're pushing through on this um, this new bill as well. Now, some of the things that you have here, let's hit mm-hmm. it real quickly. You've got this image here. 
And we've talked about mm-hmm. it before. Um, and I think this probably ties in with what you just said. This idea of school choice, because people think this is a good thing because it has the word choice. So therefore, you know, people are always under the illusion that we have, quote unquote, free will. We don't. Our our will is bent towards our desires and our desires can change in a moment. And I could give many illustrations of that. But we think, well, we're in control, but they're using the words that that appeal to us to actually control us. How is that happening? Right. Well, what's happening is on page 17 of Every Student Succeeds Act, it tells you flat out every bit of education from the resources to the teaching to the learning to the curriculum to the assessments, every bit of education has to be aligned to the same bloody thing. You cannot have choice, Tim, when you align it to the same thing. These education savings accounts are a recycled political tool that have been around for generations from other countries and from America, they are poison on a stick because what it sets up is the minute the money hits the the bank account, it creates a data trail for not only the student, but for the family. It also gives the government strings to control where you spend that money. How is that choice? It's not. And considering the fact that Senator Rand Paul is on his website, he will tell you he loves to defend the Constitution, but yet he is sponsoring a bill that is so in violation of the very document he is willing to defend. I would urge everyone to get in touch with him and tell him, wake up. No, I completely agree. There, Rand is definitely not his father, that's for sure. Um, there's a lot of good things that he does, but he's definitely not his father, especially in this area of education, because his father even has uh, the homeschool curriculum that we promote, um, and that is the Ron Paul curriculum, because I used to work for Dr. Gary North, who wrote it. He even tries to help families with that. If you're like K through five or K through six, I forget what it is, and you say, well, I don't have a lot of money to pour into things and stuff like that. If you want to do it, you can do it in those, and the curriculum's totally free to you. And He's not his daddy, and so I I agree with you. When he goes and does this, he needs to be called out for that, too, because he is one who says, and he has defended the Constitution on a number of issues, but when he's doing this right here, he's got to be called out, too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's not just through the uh, resources and the curriculum that the every student, uh, excuse me, the education savings accounts are are poisoned carrots. It's through your idea funding or all those special needs services that you get through the school system that are tied to the health care system. Because just remember, every student succeeds at changed Title I funding from per pupil need to whole school so that this kind of garbage could happen. Well, exactly. And it's it continues to happen president after president. This is why I said this isn't harping on President Trump. It's just to help people who may listen to the show, who are Trump supporters, to understand, look, I know that you've been sold a bill of goods. There's no justice coming for Hillary. There's no justice coming for Obama. There's no justice coming for, for Biden, at least not in this life, from this administration. And you can say, well, they'll get it after they're elected. But they're pushing the same globalist agenda in education with your children through the means of this. Now, you say, well, this hasn't been signed into law. No, but others have, haven't they, Lynn? Uh, Can you give us just a recap of maybe a few things 
that Donald, that his daughter, that his wife, we had a whole show on his wife and daughter and what they were promoting. Can you give people a little flavor mm-hmm. of what they've been promoting as far as a globalist education agenda? Uh, streamline workforce idiots, basically, who are, who are just really good conformists and people who are educated barely enough to be able to do exactly what they're told and no more. All right. What are some of the things, though? Because we talked about um, we talked about Ivanka and we talked about Melania, and they had some okay. specific things that they they targeted. They really harped on, and they and this has been a big deal, I think, for the first lady as well. Oh yeah. Where yeah. this idea social, of education, and, yeah, yeah, social, yeah, social and emotional learning is um, from the first lady. STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math from both Ivanka and DeVos. Um, that they will go to different countries and sign all kinds of agreements saying, oh, yes, we, America needs to be just like whatever country in. Yes, we're going to uh, marry education and workforce together because we have to be um, good little conformists and we have to be good member states of the United Nations. And that's exactly what, what is going on. So, no, no one in the administration, present or former, or all the way back to uh, Johnson, has given a really big concern to getting us back to where we should be as far as government out of education. Now, we have another one. Uh, actually, this is a pair of bills, and the House version has been rushed through Congress, and it's on its way to the president, and it's called the Never Again Education Act. And this is H.R. 943 and Senate 2085. And what this is concerning, Tim, is about keeping the Holocaust education in the forefront of what our children learn. Now, that doesn't sound so bad, but I want you to show that image, if you will. Now, this is the uh, the ACT one, right? Is that correct? The, yes. And, mm-hmm, I, okay. mm-hmm. and if, you can, if right. you can enlarge that so people can see what is in the red box. Yep, I got it. Okay. Does that read the United States? Nope. No. What does it read? United Nations. Uh-huh. And the very... Um, Government Armed Museum, the Holocaust Memorial Museum, is a UNESCO partner. Yep. So how in the world are we going to be able to teach the American part of the Holocaust or the Holocaust as it really happened if we're using a globalist arm by which to do it? Well, yeah, and I know. Oops, excuse me. We we've went off on this trail before, and I've done it with uh, Victor. And part, I'm not a Holocaust denier, but I am not in agreement with the official narrative of how many people were killed and this, that, and the other. And then I've seen the evidence with my own eyes that you know it wasn't just Jews who were attacked. Now there were a primary issue. I'm not denying that, and there were Jews who were killed working in the camps and all this other. But there were Christians, and when you go to Auschwitz, you'll find out that what they put the emphasis on is the Poles who were killed there. So there's no doubt that Hitler was an evil guy. Um, I think probably there was some ideas that he had that were right on, but not about this. And he started down that road, and then he just went bonkers as to start killing all these people. Okay, and part of the issue is is that with a little when when the devil always he mixes the truth with a lie. That's why I can say there was some right ideas that he wanted to reject certain monetary issues that were right, and then he turned it on and he took a small 
amount of people in a group, and he spread it out to make it all of them. And he, specifically the Jews, he did that with them. But then he started moving it to Christians and stuff. We, we have Dietrich Bonhoeffer and people like this. So when this is being pushed, remember the United Nations is the one who came along and took a piece of land in the Middle East, and they gave it to who? The Jews um, as a homeland. Now, I know people think this is an issue of biblical prophecy. It's really not. It's a deception because the true Israel is the Israel of God. We're going to talk about that with Chuck Baldwin in June, I believe it is. I've got him set up uh, to be on. And I know you didn't want to go down that road there, Lynn, but this is some of the stuff that's there. And some of the evidence is very overwhelming and very clear as to what happened. And I don't advocate any of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating any of it. But if mm-hmm. you're right, if they're controlling the narrative, then the issue is, well, if people go against that, how are, how is how is this new how is this system that's being created how is it going to deal with those people? Well, you know that's an interesting thing because what it's going to bring up is it's going to bring up about bullying and it's going to bring up uh, human rights and it's going to bring up all kinds of things. Well, does this mean that we're going to be using the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights? Does this mean that we're going to use? Uh, what does this mean? And why in the world would this bill that is headed to the president for his signature open up Pandora's box by saying private gifts and cash contributions from Joe Blow will be used to help fund learning resources? Now, who's to say that we're not going to get their flavor of what the Holocaust is or what it wasn't? And how in the world well, yeah. are we going to sit here and justify that you've got an act that's about to become a law, as they will put it, that's going to say, well, no, we, we can't be like what was happening in history, but yet our country is absolutely going there. Well, that's, and this is the, um, I think this is the deception that's there. We're being told one thing while it's another, it's, it's a complete 1984 thing. It really is. You know, the whole idea that the the words are turned around, and this is what socialists do. They redefine the words. I've given this to the listeners many times. They've taken sodomy, and they've replaced it with gay. They've taken adultery, and they've replaced it with affair. They've taken, um, I don't know, I could I could come up with some more other, other, others if I wasn't uh, just on the fly right here. But they've taken words, and they've changed their meanings. Instead of... Um, t- unconstitutional taxes, what they say is, we want to invest in this. I mean, this is Democrat yeah. and Republican both. All of the, In fact, we had it oh, with yeah. Donald Trump when he was talking about this other with the vaccines. We've invested. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Trump. You don't have the authority under the Constitution to be investing in squat. You're supposed to be bringing justice, Article 2, Section 3, and as I sp- said yesterday, his own uh, nominated and affirmed or confirmed Attorney General Bill Barr says, no need to investigate Obama and Biden over Russiagate. Are you kidding me? So we, we've missed the point of what government is there for, which is Romans 13 says, is to punish evildoers. And what they're doing is they're punishing the people who are doing good. They're just trying to live their lives. You're being cut off from work. They're taking advantage of you in your ignorance about education, and they're indoctrinating your kids. 
They're uh, holding your property and your very lives hostage to take taxes from you. These are the very things, folks. You guys who play the political game with your political party and political jersey, you're doing the same thing Israel says. We will have a king over us like the rest of the nations rather than King Jesus. And I know some people say that and they still look at their, they still idolize their, their little earthly king, whoever that may be. And part, and part of that problem is that idolatry leads us away from God, which gives us the very simplest of things. Now we're having to deal with, I mean, how many pages have you dug through in this latest bill, uh, Lynn? I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> but, but how many pages is it? You said it was a, a few hundred, right? Oh, no. Um, the National Holocaust Museum is probably about five pages. It's right. the H.R. 600, the HEROES Act, that is the 1800 one. No, these, these um, next bills 1800. are just not that that's long the one at I, all. Yeah, that's the one, the HEROES bill. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of, the 1800 pages. So you've dug through uh, yeah. several of that, but not all of it. 1800 pages. Eight, I mean, how many times more is that than the Constitution itself? I mean, the Constitution is, what, 22, 26 pages, something like that, depending on, I guess, whatever format you're reading yeah, it in. Yeah, something like that. And we've got 1,800-page yeah. bills, well, just like Obamacare in this one. Right, exactly. Um, you know, it, it, it's not amazing, but not in a good way, how much garbage is thrown in a whopping bill like that. And then they're just like, well, we don't know what's in it. Well, why don't you know what's in it when you help write the bloody thing? Well, I know this is the this is the thing, but I think it is a reflection of the people. And let me explain what I mean, and then I want you to talk about these congressional con- uh, caucuses because this was the last image that you you had sent me to uh, years ago. Uh, Barack Obama spoke in I think it was Belgium or Brussels. I can't remember the the specific place. And he talked about, you know, the people have to give up their rights to a sovereign. Now he's saying that in the first part of the video of his speech there. And what he was saying was, this is how it was in olden days, that people had to give it, they, they were pushed to give up their, their rights to a sovereign. And he says, but we're not like that anymore. And he went on to talk, and he basically ended up saying the same thing, that you need to give up your rights to a sovereign now. He just didn't use that language at the end of it, but it was basically the same thing. And so when we get to that kind of an issue, and I forgot where I was going with it, but when, what, oh, no, now I know what it was. When I put that out, I just quoted Barack Obama and what he said. And people said, well, you took him out of context. Well, titles are titles. They're not really out of context. Um, he did say it. That's, that's what he meant because that's how he explained it later on. And I was amazed at the people who are supposed to be on our side who apparently didn't read the article because we said, look, Here's the context in which he said it, and we laid it out, and then here's what he went on to talk about, and we pointed that out. And they obviously didn't read – they read the headline. And so I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of people in Congress, they see the title of the bill. You know how – we've talked about that before. They use the title to kind of deceive you, and all the nuts and bolts of all their tyranny – is in the bill that nobody reads. And it's just like the American public who reads a headline and they don't read the article and they think one thing that the article is saying one thing when it's really saying something else. And then they chastise you. And I say, we have a perfect, and I, I wrote at the time, we have a perfect representation of the people in our representatives because they don't read what's in there and they vote on it. And it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. 
Yeah, it is. Well, before we get to the caucuses, I want to set the stage for why we're going to the caucuses, okay? And this is through H.R. 5946. That's that Jazz Act, if you would uh, show that one, okay? All right. Hang now, on. this is I another bill. I don't have a Jazz okay, Act. Was... I, I've got five. Oh, okay. i got five images, and on. then I've got the... Um, Oh, it didn't. Oh, it didn't upload. Okay, hang on, hang on. It didn't (laughs) upload last night. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. Okay, HR five nine four six. It's called the Jazz National Jazz Preservation Education and I'm going to trip over this word promulgation act of 2020. Now, what is promulgation? Webster defines it as an open declaration of an idea or a belief. But now one of its alternative meanings, Tim, is that it forces actions upon others. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this bill up is because it is going to make sure that the United States and abroad, which is another word for global, are going to be able to have jazz preserved and taught, and they're going to use the Smithsonian Institute by which to use, uh, excuse me, to implant all of this stuff to go walk beside teachers of all kinds and all supposed choices to give them Common Core aligned and STEM and STEAM resources that are geared towards the United Nations, not towards classic education. And it's that STEM and STEAM uh, that we're going to use for the caucuses, okay? So if you want to pull that one up. All right, let me pull that one up. Yeah. All right. Okay, now the reason why I wanted to set the stage with, the reason why I wanted to set the stage with the Jazz Act, okay, is because when you look at this particular number, This is a list I put together, and these are the Congressional Congress uh, caucuses where you can find global education, sustainable development goals, STEM, STEAM, career tech education, the whole nine yards. These are the many, many caucuses, and this is why our education is in the toilet. And it doesn't matter if you homeschool K through 12 and then your child goes to community college or to a four-year university or to a trade school. They're going to get it one way or another because the goal is not to educate you. It is to streamline you. But look at these. You have the Fourth Amendment caucus. Well, what's the Fourth Amendment, Tim? Well, it's the one that we have a right to be secure in our person's paper and and our property Mm -hmm. uh, from illegal search and seizures. Um, it, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a ton of things in there, and the person has to actually have either probable cause. And if they have probable cause, they don't get to do stop and frisk, folks. That's not what that says. The Fourth Amendment talks about somebody has to sign an affidavit. They have to get a warrant for it. They have to define the person and things that are to be searched. This idea of stop and frisk is so unconstitutional. I don't care if it cleaned up crime or not. That's not the point. It, the criminals are the ones who were doing what they were doing. Rudy Giuliani and all of that other stuff. You can say cleaned up New York and they say, well, aren't you for justice, Tim? Yeah, justice, justice, but not this stuff. And you read the Fourth Amendment. Yeah. It's a clear violation of that and um, it, because uh-huh. it, it instructs all that. Okay, so we have all these caucuses. And so people yeah. understand they're a meeting of which uh, members of a political party registered their preference among candidates who run for office. All right. So these are people who get together. 
And let's let's see if we can put this in terminology everybody will understand. They are conspiracy. They are conspirators. Because if you've got two or more people coming together for a particular agenda, that's a conspiracy. It just is by definition. So in each of these caucuses, we have more than two people who focus on a thing and they pick up certain things like this. The Fourth Amendment caucus. That sounds like it would be a good thing, Lynn. What's wrong with the Fourth Amendment it caucus? Does. What's wrong with that? Well, you know, look at what they're involved in. They're not involved in in America's constitution or preservation thereof. No, they're helping lay the groundwork for global education. And, you know, they're not the only one. You've got, look at this, blue-collar, community college, European Union, Future of Work, Medicare for All, NASA. Well, we know NASA, or, well, that's, you know, a train wreck right there because... What we do, we brought the Germans <laughs> yeah. to America for NASA. You know, you've yep. got a pre-K, skilled American workforce, youth development, 21st century skills, apprenticeships. That's one Trump really loves. E-learning. Oh, well, they're having a big time right now. Uh, you've got international basic education, global investment, mental health. Look at this stuff. Career tech education. Green schools, STEM caucus, public-private partnership. Well, that's fascism. And school choice. And it doesn't stop there. It goes into smart cities and urban cities and 5G and digital and, holy cow, artificial intelligence. And this is why our nation is dissolving before us. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, In fact, um. I'll just make mention of this while I was setting things up last night because it took me hours to get all the stuff properly set up. And even today, I still had some tweaks I had to do this morning. And obviously, you guys heard it the first of the show. Me coughing and stuff is because it's coming from the microphone, the camera. And even though I had set other things up. Anyway, the point is, is that I was I was watching a film because somebody talked about some of the stuff you were talking about here. This artificial intelligence and Mm -hmm. this stuff being pushed. And don't tell me that isn't going to be pushed in the education system. And they mentioned a film called uh, Lucy, and it's where this lady – it's really an evolutionary – This is I'm just going to tell you the whole principle is evolutionary. It's not Christian-based at all. It is a complete theory. It is a complete fabrication of our history um, and the history of man where man can somehow expand his mind, use 100% of his brain – uh, even though the lady's literally coming apart, uh, <laughs> to become, I don't know, AI, if you will. I mean, that's really not AI, but just this potential that they, mm-hmm. they see in people, which I think there is a potential, but I think that's going to be unlocked by God in the next life. I really do believe that. I think he he obviously opens up our understanding thing. But this was some of the things. And don't think this isn't being pushed on your children as much as it is you. It's being pushed in your movies. It's being pushed in your books. It's being pushed uh, by the um, federal government. I mean, look at the things they're developing and the route they're going. It is not for the good of humanity. They can tell you it is. This for peace and prosperity. But the fact is, is it's when you step back from it and you quit listening to the political wranglings and the showmen uh, who are bought and paid for in the Congress, in the Senate, in the White House, when you stop listening to that and you step back for just a minute and give it, quit watching, quit watching the news for a week and then hear what the news is, I think most people start to see it because once they get away from it, they go, well, that just sounds stupid. What are you doing? And here we have an artificial intelligence caucus, really? Is that what we've got going on in our Congress? 
Yeah, and they're pushing, and, and here's what's going on. You're getting a lot of this pushed right now, especially because we're in such a, a crisis mode. And, well, if we can't be in the same room together, well, by George, the computer can do it for you. Well, you know, I was just on a show yesterday with a medical doctor who is fighting the system from that aspect, and we were talking about the massive brain, literal brain misdevelopment that goes on when you get too much computer, I don't care, especially if you're a child. It really is visual. I mean, there are visuals out there, and if you don't believe me, go look it up. Look at the brain development of a child who's not glued to a computer 24-7, 365. You're going to see a huge difference. And this is why we have people who can't put two and two together, literally, or people who cannot think. We know they're being taught what to think, not how to think. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And this is part of the problem. I, look, even as an adult male, I can tell how sometimes my brain gets slowed down from all of the kind of work I have to do. And most of it is nothing more than uh, what you would do with a pen and paper. It's just I'm pulling it up with information. But you can tell the differences this there. Uh, and I, you know, we have kids, they'll get on different things and this, that, and the other. And we try to limit that as well because. The issue is and, – and Neil Postman, he was a guy who wrote – he was a professor, and he believed that uh, it was it was Brave New World that would win out over 1984. Now, he's dead now, but he had a great book. It was called Amusing Ourselves to Death. I highly re- recommend it, and I'll put a link in the archives today about that. And we're going to have uh, – Lynn, you're going to send me that link for your interview as well. We'll have that in there that you spoke about just a moment ago. But what Neil Postman pointed out, that the fascinating thing, right at the first of his book, he talked about, you know, God gave a word book. Um, he didn't give a picture book. And this is where I think a lot of the Roman Catholicism with all the images and stuff, I, I really hate putting up an uh, – I, I stray away from putting up images of artist renditions of Jesus because I don't think that's the issue. The issue is God was appealing to the mind, and he was appealing to thought. Uh, God is not anti-thought. He tells you about himself, and then you discover those things after he's told you those things. So Christianity is not anti-thought. It's not anti-science. It's not anti-any of this. It is one that promotes those things, but it promotes it based upon truth. And so when we have these other things that come in, I mean, these people, uh, Suzanne Hamner, she wrote um, uh, a thing yesterday, the fourth, what is it, the fourth Industrial revolution, it's a danger to us all. And all of that is tying in all these technological advances to the point that, I mean, these people want to take and put a chip in your brain. We have, um, I I was scrolling through one night, I don't know, it's been several months ago. I don't really, every once in a while I'll go through and I'll see kind of what's on there. But this Wish company, they're they're out of uh, China. Now they use people in the U.S. and otherwise, but they, they have these things to where you could determine whether or not you wanted to be in a happy mood and you've got a little app on your phone and you can turn that thing on and you can they claim you can be it can put you in a happy mood or you can do this and you can be in another mood or you want to sleep you can do this and you can turn that on and I'm sitting here going really people you just turn yourself over to this but I think we're seeing a generation coming up in which they're not thinking and this is how they're act. This is how, this is their response to everything: is an app, a push of a button, or whatever else. It's not. It's not a design as we've had 
in our lifetimes or even those before us, it's more and more dependent. Uh, we we say that we're creating smarter um, uh, communities. We're creating smarter government. We're creating smarter technology, but the people are becoming dumber. Yep, they sure are. And technology is going to do it all for us. Yeah, and don't think that I'm against technology. I'm not against technology. We're using technology in a number of ways to do this show. But when we're dependent upon oh, it... Oh, yeah, and... Go ahead. Yeah, and, and I don't... Okay, I think in certain applications, technology can be a wonderful thing in education, but the way in which it's being done, Tim, is not only unconstitutional, it's just plain immoral. Yep. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And that's why I say, that's why I think you were saying we need to limit it, young children, especially in their screen time, which is something that actually the government is promoting is more screen time, uh, more time in front yeah. of the computer, more time in front of the tablet or, or whatever their, whether, whatever their device is. And I've made the, the uh, assertion, some who are in the chat room who are as old as I am, maybe older or whatever, uh, we can remember a day when we had, I don't know, a hundred phone numbers in our mind that we could just rattle off and we would call, right? Now we have uh, mm-hmm. smartphones that make us stupid so that we just push a button or we click a name and it knows the number and it calls it. We don't even have to remember a number anymore. And it's yeah. look, I can tell you it's affected me I, when I call my wife. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know my – yeah. I know. I'm embarrassed. I don't know my children's own phone number. I just know I have their image, their name, and I hit a button, and boom, there it is. Right. Now, when it comes time to fill out forms, I can, you know, stop and have to think, but I can pull it together. But, yeah, it's it's it does affect us all. Now, I want to, before we have to close out, I want to uh, let folks know, when you go back into the archive, I'm not sure when the interview uh, that I did yesterday will be available, but I will get that to you, Tim, as soon as I can. But I've got three particular study articles that I wanted to bring up very quickly so that the folks know when they go back to do their own homework or they want to, you know, find out more about what I'm saying so they can know my head's not screwed on backwards. Um, if you want to see the uh, expose I did on the CARES Act and how it's going to ruin education. That is going to be marching into mayhem. We did that uh, back in April. Then from 2015, I have the third part to a three-part series that I did about tying STEM to STEAM and Common Core. Uh, This particular link that I sent you, Tim, is to prove that STEAM is from South Korea. It's being sold in America as American-made and American-bred for Americans, and it's so far a lie, it's not even funny. And then in 2016, I also did... um, I gave you the entire, well, excuse me, I did one article. It was in April, and it was talking about the science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math, and just how awful we're seeing it permeate not just our schools but our entire communities because, again, it ties back to the, it's not just the school that has to be aligned, it's the entire community. And the Every Student Succeeds Act made sure that it said that communities were actually going to be graded and assessed on how involved they were in education because after all every student has to be educated to post-secondary readiness standards yeah we're going to have those links up folks uh in the archive this morning the three articles that she mentioned here 
um, the one about mayhem and the full steam. And then um, I think there's a, another one. Uh, that was on that stem to steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have that up in the archives yeah. later this morning because I'm going to need a nap. Three nights up after midnight is killing me um, <laughs> with what I'm doing. So I'm going to need a nap after this. But later on this morning, we're going to have the archive up, and you guys will be able to check that out. By the way, Lynn, tell people where they can find out because we're coming up against the end of the show here in a couple of minutes. Tell people where they can find out more about you. Okay, you can go to my blog. It's CommonCoreDiva.com. You can find me on Twitter at CommonCoreDiva. I'm on Facebook under CommonCoreDiva and U.S. Parent Call to Action. Uh, if you want to get locally involved, you can uh, find me on Local Activists. That's part of the Citizens for Free Speech. Uh, you can also find me on MeWe and USA Life. And if you want to help support what I do, because I do not uh, earn a paycheck for this, there is a donate button on my Common Core Diva site. You should be able to find it. And thank you so much in advance. Yeah, and and we do we do thank you uh, guys for for supporting Lynn and for supporting us. Whether it's just being here with your prayers or financially, we really appreciate that because look, we we are in a spiritual battle. Um, the going down of my computer and all of that other, I don't think that's just a physical aspect. I think there's an attack of the enemy, and we have to fight against it. We have to keep going in the direction that we're going. And I got to tell you, um, I, I see that even coming out on the other side of last week. We're still having a battle. Look, we've got 70 people watching. We had several hundred last week, okay, before all of this hit. And But the good side of that is here we are. I mean, God has preserved us in the midst of it. Look, we're not backing down. We're not going to back down from the giant. That is just not, that's not in us to do that. And and, and God's given us uh, good tools. I mean, even this... This deal that I've got here, my, my CPU's barely registering 20% if that that it's using. It's normally peaking out at, you know, close to 100 or whatever. But all of that is a good sign that we're fighting the good fight of faith, if you will, because education is an issue that God does speak to. And he speaks to all issues, actually. Um, there are principles, if not direct reference to all things that we deal with. And if we're not aligned with that, guess what? We're going to bring about the curses on ourselves instead of the blessings. And I think technology is a great thing, okay? But it's a great thing when it's used for the glory of God. When it's not used for the glory of God, it's a really bad thing, and humankind uh, receive uh, some terrible things when people utilize the technology against others, especially when it comes to government. Lynn, I want to thank you for your time again today. I hate we had to put things off, but I'm glad that we were able to do it. Uh, You're able to get the information out and everybody, again, we'll have this up in the archive a little later. I'll have all the images that I showed you. We'll have Lynn's articles. Uh, She's got four of them that we're dealing with. Her latest article came out yesterday. We've got it on Sons of Liberty Media, and she's got it on CommonCoreDiva.com. And uh, with that said, thank you, Lynn. We appreciate you very much. I know the people in the chat love you and the people who listen to you. Guys, 23 hours. I got another show this afternoon, 3 p.m. You can catch us right here. I'm going to be doing Sons of Liberty on the afternoon. We're going to try to get Matt Trujella, author of Doctrine of Lesser Magistrate, in to talk about the things that's going on in the States. Till then, see ya.